0: All
1: right, the Sconeheads podcast is back after taking a two-month hiatus. Had our own little offseason, I guess. Last time we talked after the free agency draft, not much has happened in the football world. We are about to enter the rookie draft starting this Monday for the Kevin League. Today, Ben and I will give our thoughts of how we think the draft will unfold and where each team stands currently. Finish up by bringing back two of our favorite segments, Tony's Corner, and D-Gen Delight. All right. What's up, will it's great to be back it's been a while since i've had to it's been a while since i've had to do that it was a little rusty on the end there what crack a beer oh no not no we've been doing a lot of that the uh the the everybody the everybody you know oh yeah yeah you don't give yourself like a a practice in the mirror every night before you go to bed i should i should really keep working on that especially when we go two months without podcasting
0: yeah, I can't believe uh, it's been that long. It doesn't really feel like two months, but like you said, I guess we needed a little offseason. Um, like you said, also not really much going on in the football world, but it's been back in the news a lot lately, and Al won't stop talking about the draft, so I'm officially excited now. Uh, what would you say your excitement level's
1: at? You know, I haven't quite got, gotten fully in-depth like you did yesterday, but I'm pretty pretty excited. Ben Ben went pretty pretty far in-depth yesterday with some of the rookies, so I'll be doing that over the next few days, but I have been doing that a little bit, so probably about 8 out of 10, not quite a 10 out of 10 yet, but I know the commish is is really itching and fiending, as he would say, for for a draft. Oh yeah, yeah, the excitement is official. Um, I also wanted to make sure I ask
0: before we begin, uh, what you're drinking today? You know what I'm drinking. Miller Lite?
1: Ice cold Miller Lite.
0: Nice. I've, uh, I've actually got it's a, uh, a Monterey Cerveza. Um, ah yes, got these at Aldi. Six dollars for a six pack, so you know, just a nice little, it's a nice little treat, you know.
1: Just nice little cerveza.
0: A, yeah, it's not bad. It tastes like a beer, looks like a
1: beer, and it was a dollar each. So is it better than is it better than Corona or Sol? Have you heard Sol? Um, I don't know if I have. Um, I
0: like Pacificos just because I like saying the name. Mm-hmm. So I just Those like to pretend. I like to pretend it's a Pacifico, and it just it tastes great. So
1: great can on a Pacifico.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yellow it really can. It's,
1: it's good when you can find the can. Uh, it's a good can. Speaking of great cans, did you see that? Uh, did you see the um, the Natty Light can that we had I a few not. weeks ago? Oh, no. I, I'll have to show you a picture. You know, great podcasting right now. Yeah, but good radio. anyway, sorry, sorry. Just just got really excited there. Um, I should have went to a to a boobs joke, though. That would have been that would have been better. But speaking of cans, yeah. but I, wasn't I didn't really there. know where you're going. Yeah, yeah I, I should have um what's new with you anything uh outside of football um honestly not really
0: uh I didn't really realize it'd been two months since we podcasted to be honest it was a quick summer summer's basically over summer's over when it starts basically so you know when we pod when we potted last uh that was basically the end of summer anyway so just been uh you know grinding uh playing a lot of immaculate grid you should go play it if you haven't uh that's what I do every morning when I wake up. Um, <laughs> yeah, you you wrote it on the agenda, so I'm. I did. Just no, no. Just no, no. Just I said. Wh- I said, why should you play it though? <laughs> oh, why? I thought you said, wow. Um, no, no, no. No,
1: <laughs> no just because it's a good game and it's fun. That's yeah, it's why.
0: great.
1: Yeah, no advertisements are great. No advertisements. Yeah. Um, no, no yeah, it's fun. It's been fun. Uh, football is surprisingly challenging for me. Uh, even even basketball too. I feel like, but baseball is probably the easiest. Which. It's kinda of weird, but I feel like a lot playing a lot of MVP baseball growing up really helped. Um, but but yeah, football is definitely challenging because you only really think of of those skill positions and you know, backup QBs that, that go to every team. But yeah. And even then it's hard because like backup
0: QBs are a good one, but you might burn yourself. I think by the time this comes out, it'll be gone. But I think one of today's, Joe Flacco, was a popular wrong answer because he was on the Eagles but never actually played a down for the Eagles. Uh-huh. So that makes it even harder. Uh, I just I feel like I should know a lot more having played fantasy football for the last 15 years. But I just can't seem to
1: remember anybody that played for uh, any team, basically. So Yeah, it's tough. It but is Nick, tough. Nick threw out some good ones today with the Cardinals. He threw out 1,000-yard rushers. It was Beanie Wells was a good yeah. one. Well, I threw that one out there, but he, he threw out Lil Rod Ste- what was it? Lil Rod Stevens Holling or whatever. <laughs> well, he's not a thousand yard
0: rusher though. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But that just, was a good yeah. name to throw out. Yes. Uh Chris Ivory, Sean Green, also good names. Felix Jones, Julius Jones. Yeah, just that the list goes on. Uh that's that's the best part, just pulling some of those names and I'm like, dang. I remember watching football in like two thousand ten and these guys were just running wild. It was just yeah. uh,
1: crazy. Anything else uh, going on soon? Nothing much, man. I mean, I guess this weekend we're going to see each other. Fine. We haven't see, seen each other in a while. Um, got our my birthday bar crawl with, with my wife this weekend. We do it every year. I think this is like, what? Well, we'll be 27. So sixth year, seventh year, whatever the math is. Seventh? Yeah, um, I think so. Excited yeah, for that, year. for sure. So yeah, we'll... We're going to try to do a live pod here, but timing just won't work out and we'll be too busy and probably just hung over on Sunday and won't want to do it. So, yeah, we're we decided to do the pod now, you know, before the before the rookie draft started as well. Um, Hopefully get you guys some content before before the draft starts. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be busy drinking Malort on Saturday, so (laughs) you can bet your ass on that. If you're a um, if you're not, if you're a listener from elsewhere, you know, come on by. (laughs) <laughs> come on by. Just come on you, by Stulgence. You don't up. even know us and you some, for some reason listen to this podcast. You know, come out. Come to Stulgence. I
0: I feel like it was um, at least a few years ago. Stulgence had just like a random Beck's beer special, but I had like they haven't had it lately. I don't know. I'm going real off topic now. I'm sorry, but just really, really reminiscing about the bar crawl. Um, it's going to be a good time.
1: They always have good deals. They're like $10 pitchers. It's like 250 LaVatts on like 10 days.
0: Yeah. Great. I don't know if we should be drinking from those lines.
1: No, they're fine. We've been doing it forever. We're fine. That's
0: true. (laughs) All right. right. What do you you say we get into uh, a little bit of Kevin news? A little around the league action. We've got um, a couple big trades that have gone down since the other big trades that went down right before the last pod. Um, First of which I actually forgot happened i guess i don't know i so the the trade uh that we're going to talk about first uh was tuna fish giving up travis Etienne for uh desmond ritter leonard fournette isaiah pacheco dalton schultz and a bunch of second rounders uh to kevin and i kind of forgot that happened to be honest i remember al getting desmond ritter for some reason but i or alan chuck sorry i know chuck's a listener too i want to give him his uh, respect um but i don't really remember the rest of the trade happening. Uh, what do you do? You remember this happening? Did we talk about this? Like,
1: no, because it, be it happened, it happened like I don't really think it did. It happened like right after the draft, or was this right around the draft? I think uh, it would have had to have been like right after, yeah, it was uh, right probably after,
0: Probably like uh, almost two weeks after, basically.
1: Yeah, so, so yeah, um, tuna fish giving up Travis Etienne, um, but getting back Ritter that, that starting QB, um, young starting QB, Isaiah Pacheco has been a coveted piece. I mean. Cheapest starting rookie running back in the league, right? Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's anyone other than maybe the other one that that he that he has uh, the the Bears' starting running back. Oh, Herbert. Herbert's yeah. a, he's more expensive by now. Oh yeah, that's because he. Was, yep, you're right. But yeah, um, Al getting more second round picks here and just kind of building up those picks, um, but also getting some some good pieces for for only Travis Etienne, which is kind of surprising.
0: Yeah, I feel like we had to have talked about this when it happened, like in Slack or something, but I don't remember. Uh, I think it makes sense for both of them. Kevin's kind of stacked, so why not go for it? Took one of the really good pieces he got back, the cheap running back that you mentioned, Pacheco, in that uh, trade with Danny Basil earlier in the offseason and flipped him for like a front-line starting running back in ETN. You know, obviously gave up a lot in that, uh, including Ritter, uh, but Kevin can take that. He's got Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. Maybe Trey Lance, I don't know, but uh, if those top two stay healthy, that's good enough in a super flex league. So gave up a ton, but for Al, it also makes a lot of sense. Got a lot back. Uh, ETN probably doesn't fit the timeline too much. Uh, I don't. Is he on his last year of his deal? I, I, I want to say. Uh, so probably would have cost him a lot to re-sign this upcoming year, and got a ton of young cheap talent. So I think made a lot of sense for both teams. Uh, exactly the kind of trade you want to see in a dynasty league, in my opinion.
1: We'll he is on his last year. Okay. He is on his last year, yeah year of the contract. Also, Cleo Herbert six dollars and five cents on his contract. So, I mean, <laughs> Al's got the two cheapest starting running backs in the league. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a good trade. Two other guys. <laughs> that yeah, that aren't great. All right. Um. Then we can go. Let's go to the next trade. There was only one other trade. So yeah, this this one happened I think like June fourth or something. So, um. I think it. I don't have the date on here, but I think it was a pretty close after this other trade. So really not much activity in the Kevin League for the last, like, two months, basically. Um, but Nasmo King gave up uh, Traylon Burks, uh, Tennessee receiver, uh, for and then traded him to Zach and the Ratcats uh, in return for Javante Williams. So I think this is a pretty notable trade. Two, two semi-big names, I would say. Um, you know, one... Coming off in Traylon Burks, he was a rookie last year, right? I feel like I'm. Yes. Okay, he yes. feels like he's been in the league for a while for whatever reason. Because um, he's overweight. Yeah, only that's asthma. <laughs> that's right. Sorry. Sorry, that's rude. Sorry to he him. Was, yes, he was overweight and so asthma in, in camp. Yeah. I mean, it's just facts. Um, but yeah, Traylon Burks for Javante Williams, who is coming off an injury. What are what are your thoughts here, Ben? Uh, yeah, I mean, the injury is definitely a big piece of
0: it. To see how Javante comes off that injury. I think it made a lot of sense for Danny Basil. He, I, I didn't like Traylon Burks in the trade initially. I talked about it last pod, but Danny's got a good stable of receivers already and has like no running backs, basically. So Javante immediately becomes his best running back. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, for Zach, I mean, I feel like I feel pretty neutral about it. My biased opinion, obviously, I've already talked about how I don't like Traylon Burks. I've talked about how I liked Javante Williams in the past all depends on how he comes back from that injury. So the way Zach's team is constructed, its I don't think he's like really particularly stronger at running back or receiver. Maybe he is a little stronger at receiver, but like, I don't know. For the for, for the swap, I don't know if it really makes too much of a difference for me. Um, again, I don't have the contract years up in front of me, so I don't know if that played a big factor into it. Let's take a look. Um, I don't know how to look at this in the stream, Burks so. is Burks on is
1: a, on a two-year deal, so he's got two years left. He's two plus one though. He's, he's two plus one. Oh he's yeah. Got that first, yep. round first rounder. Yep. Um, and then Javante, I think Javante though, I Javante's on a three year deal.
0: So, Oh. yeah. So yeah, three for each Then I guess it is like a pretty straight up swap. So that'll be really fun to track over the next few years. See how that works. Knowing Danny, I mean, uh, Javante will be off his team by week two, so we'll see how that lasts, but it should be fun to follow. I, I think I, it makes sense. You know, I think it, it was a a straight up swap for a reason two pretty similarly valued young guys uh you know i just like one
1: more than the other so i'm a little biased yeah i think i'm with you there i'm leading leading more javante side than than burks uh all right so the next we we don't really have much else to talk about the kevin league because like i said hasn't been much going on no not no notable pickups really uh there's been some some one-off pickups like Kyle, Phil- there's names, <laughs> Kyle, there's good names, man. Kyle Phillips being picked up by Al, being and Chuck being demoted um, to the practice squad. Uh, Josh Reynolds being picked up by Danny B. Um, who else is on there, Ben? Pa- uh, Tim Patrick being picked up. Colt McCoy, was Colt McCoy, up by Dayman and the Nightman. Yeah, he's a- Arizona. You know, you don't know about Kyler. Uh,
0: Amir Abdullah is still on the Raiders. Oh my, picked goodness. up by uh, AJ's team. So, I, AJ also picked up Ronald Jones. I, AJ's got to be pretty down bad in the running backs if he's picking up these guys in the offseason. I mean, sneaky. Uh, Mc- sorry, go ahead. You just got McCaffrey. I was just saying, AJ's just got McCaffrey and Jamal Williams. And then there's a lot
1: of, I don't know. So, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Um, Well, the, the first actually, the first ac- acquisition, Ty Chandler could be a big one because that's a Minnesota running back. So, that could be a big one. I don't know if you yeah, wanted to definitely. get into that. Uh, Dalvin Cook stuff, uh, but I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah, um, yeah we can actually get in that right now because there's a lot of running back. Uh, what's the word? Drama, I guess, as usual. So, yeah, it's always I feel like it's always this this type of stuff going on. So Josh Jacobs on uh, my team is, is currently holding out um, and Saquon actually just signed. Right. He just agreed to a deal. Yeah, he signed. So, so, Kevin I think was, picked him up this offseason. I think it was only a little bit more um, than what he was originally going to get.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think he basically, uh, I don't know if he technically signed the tender, but it was basically like he signed the, the one-year franchise tag. Like it wasn't, uh, he had no leverage, I guess. Like he just had to sign
1: what he could get. So. Yeah. I feel like there's just a lot of question marks for running backs right now. Um, those two included, um, Alvin Kamara, Joe, Joe Mixon. I don't think I think he's fine though. Um,
0: and I think then so for now.
1: yeah, so I uh, there's just a lot of big names that are qu- kind of question marks right now that that are gonna make some you know have some effects in this league. Yeah, and I know we we had mentioned Dalvin. I
0: guess by the time some people might listen to this, maybe something will have changed. But talking to the Jets right now, apparently, I don't know if that sheds more light on how much they don't like Michael Carter, or if that sheds light on Brees Hall's knee not being ready for the start of the
1: season. So we'll see Any- which of those proves to be true. Anything anything for them not to give Michael Carter the ball, they'll do. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, Michael
0: Carter, friend of the pod, enemy of the league. Just can't catch a break.
1: He's just he's just the Jets just, just hate him. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> Al's probably laughing his ass off right now.
1: Shot but him. he's on my team for thirteen bucks, so we'll see. Thirteen, how
0: that goes. thirteen, you'll take it. I'll um, take it. I don't think there was really any other transactions to talk about. We had a little like off-season drama, a little little clown sesh in the. Uh, in
1: oh wait, the Slack. You,
0: sk- you skipped one,
1: Ben. You oh yeah, a sorry, big one, yeah, big a one, really big one. Yeah,
0: the, probably the start the of the. Yeah, the start, the first overall free agent from this year's draft is out for the season. Uh, Naheem Hines suffered a jet ski related injury and will be out for the year. So, Liam's first free agent acquisition for $5 is going to be out for the year. So, that's a huge blow for the uh, redacted name because we can't, we don't have the rights to his team name, but uh, can't catch a break, man. That's, that's a cursed franchise if I've ever seen one. Even after he tried the rebrand. Yep. I thought the rebrand was what he needed. I thought that was going to break the curse and just get them headed back in the right direction. But uh, this was uh, unfortunate to see. You know, you really, you really don't like to see that. So
1: You uh, might that's all hate got to, to say. see that.
0: You might hate to see that. You might. You might. Uh, I might hate it more
1: if he wasn't already projected to finish last in the league, but... Um, still don't. Yeah. It. Tough news. Uh, I was, I was giggling while that happened, but yeah, it's just, it's just funny because he was, he wasn't the first nominee, Ben, he was the fourth, but he was the first nominee by Liam. So, um, okay. but yeah, tough, tough news out there. Um, ski injury, I guess, but yeah. Jet ski. Jet ski. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But all right. What, what I was getting to the last little little piece of ketchup we were clowning on zach a little bit for the sam howell free agent pickup for 151 i think it was actually just a bigger deal because of the josh allen thing i don't think the price actually was as big of a deal now looking back on it you know like it actually looks like Howell's going to be the starter and you know 150 bucks for a starting quarterback not the worst uh, shot to take but you know, we were just clowning on you because you don't have Zach, uh, Josh Allen anymore, Zach. So, and he went to the top team in our conference. Who's also in your division, and I hate it.
1: So, <laughs> that's it, I guess. I mean, that's all the I only good—I guess it's good for everybody else because you don't have to face Hurts and Allen now at the same time, which is nice. Yeah, so. but you have to face
0: Mahomes. No, he's not, he doesn't have Mahomes anymore. That's right. I was going to say Josh he does Allen, not, not so have Mahomes. Okay, <laughs> I, he's still okay. You just look at his team, and it's like. Oh my god! Yeah, a lot of uh, top fancy picks this year for sure on that team. But we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. Um,
1: anything else for the recap? I don't think so, man. I think it's pretty good. Pretty good recap. of What's going on? Yeah, there's shit going on. So <laughs> we need football to days. miss. Yeah.
0: Eat it. Well, we're gonna get some some football related action in four days with the draft, so we're gonna move on to a little bit of draft talk now, a little bit of rookie draft.
1: Um, well, four de- in four days, you'll get one pick at least. At I have least. a feeling. I have a feeling the league is
0: is ready to explode uh, with these draft picks once they start flying off the board. Uh, I think it's all ready to probably. Burst. I. <laughs> I think, I think the top four are pretty likely in this order. So we're going to just take a look through uh, the first round picks, uh, take a look at some potential landing spots where where some teams might go. Uh, we're going to use Nick's mock draft from June 14th. Uh, so a little bit about a month and a half ago, but I'm not sure if too much has really changed since then. There haven't really been any injuries or major player movement that would change anybody's roles. So, um... The top four in his mock. He's got Tuna Fish taking Bijan. He's got Kevin taking Anthony Richardson. Uh, He's got himself and Eddie taking Jameer Gibbs and Liam taking JSN. And I don't know. I feel like that is a pretty likely top four still. There are some rumors swirling of folks who may or may not have talked to Kevin that he's pretty set on Anthony Richardson. So um, the top two pretty much set there. I can't see Nick and Eddie not taking uh, the the second best running back once again and then uh, there's also some rumors swirling that we apparently really likes jsn so um anything to make you think that anyone else could go in the top four
1: um from anything you think or may have heard will you got any inside info apparently i'm on the i'm on the outside looking in man you got you got all the inside sources clearly I don't know any. Uh, of this, I, so. I have no
0: sources. I just I just listen to the the BS that everyone else claims to know. So, for wow. all I know, this is planted info that's planted to me, to plants to everybody else. So, uh, maybe this is just a huge psyop to throw off uh, the sports books uh, or work for the sports books.
1: There's there's levels to this, but just um, a garden at this point. You're just pl- plants everywhere. Yeah, Ever, just in every direction. But yeah, uh, I don't really see this top four. Yeah, I think I'm with you, Ben. I, I think the top four here is pretty set. I was kind of surprised when the original mock came out when Nick had put uh, Kevin taking Anthony Richardson two. I guess. I guess I don't know if I, I haven't been paying much attention, but wh- I guess in my opinion, why would the you know the the guy that went one overall in the real draft go after this like QB who is kind of just like a project? At the, like he wasn't wasn't that yeah. great in college. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I don't have to make Doesn't that decision. Doesn't smell right. Is just what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I, I. I think a lot of it, you know, could be um, that in traditional dynasty, there isn't. I mean, obviously, you know, m- like wasting a pick is a huge waste of value. So you don't want to like waste it on someone you don't think is going to be good. But the ceiling play, I think, might make a little more sense when you don't have 145 dollars weighing you down for four years also, you know, another thing to to stick in your noggin there uh, is you got to pay this guy. So if he's not going to be good for four years, I don't know. We'll see. But again, not my choice to make. There's 0% chance Anthony Richardson will ever make it to my draft pick. So uh, maybe, you know, I'm just trashing him here as a psyop to try and cause chaos. You know, who knows?
1: <laughs> you never know. Unless you make a, a deal-breaking trade somehow, which I don't think those top two picks are getting traded at any point, but we'll see. I The price even, would have man, to be, be the price would have to be right. And people are saying the price
0: would have to be right. Um, but yeah. After that, I guess it yeah, kind of just like, Oh, sorry. Is there anything I want to say about those guys?
1: No, I was just going to say, I think it in, I don't want to keep talking about Anthony Richardson and Kevin's pick, but I feel like it kind of makes sense with his roster as well to t- kind of take a risk like that rather than go for the, you know, sure thing. Uh, not the sure thing, but m- maybe a more safe option, um, yeah. like a Bryce, like a Bryce Young, who you know has that has the QB room to himself, has the team to himself. Like for sure, I know Anthony Richardson does too, but I think Bryce Young has a bit longer of a leash, I guess. Yeah, for sure, and is considered to be a little bit more ready. So right, right, exactly.
0: Which makes it kind of interesting that there's a pretty good chance that Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, who Probably, you know, again, like the second QB off the board, so ton of draft capital. He's probably uh, got a good shot at the job in Houston. Um, So, like, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, both guys who are considered to be more ready than Anthony Richardson. Almost, like, I don't want to say definite starters, but probable starters. And these guys might be going in the middle of the the first round, which, Will, you obviously would love that, um, being able to pick up one of those guys with your seventh overall pick. I think...
1: You are uh, very open about needing a QB in this draft. Yeah, I think I've said it. I think it's pretty obvious, Um, you know, just by looking at the league. But uh, I I think it'll be interesting how it how it shakes out, and if it if it happens or if anybody moves in the draft by until you know from now until Monday. Um, I think Tony's pick at five. I don't think we we covered it, but uh, Nick had him picking Jordan Addison, so that uh, the receiver. So I think Tony's just kind of probably going to go best available at, at five. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll see what he does there. But yeah, Danny B at six and me at seven. I could definitely see two QBs going there. Um, that's what Nick has predict, predicted. Uh, Bryce Young and then CJ Stroud going six, seven.
0: Yeah, I think that make, makes a lot of sense. Um, when you get to Al's second pick here at eight, that's when I'm really not sure exactly what's going to happen. Um being yeah. mocked Quinton Johnston in Nick's mid-June mock draft, which I could totally see happening. Uh, they could definitely add another young receiver to that core. Um, it would be a lot of receivers. So, again, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Like, you don't want to necessarily draft for need. But in a way, like, uh, there, there's some good running backs on the board here. So, I think there is a possibility that they were – would go running back here instead of receiver just based on what they already have on the
1: roster and you know kind of wanting to compete soon. Also I know something that Alice hinted at before that he could he could see a QB even falling to him at eight. Um I know he's he's said that, but I highly, highly doubt it. Um oh well, we'll leave I, us I, you know? Yeah. Or yeah, he could take Levis or is it Levis or Levis? I don't know. Um but, but but really at pick eight, that's where I kind of just see chaos ensuing and Um, I, I don't really know what's going to happen to be honest. I feel like a a lot of these rookies, uh, rookie running backs after Gibbs kind of all, it's kind of a, a shit show, if you will. Uh, Um, you don't really know, you don't really know who's going to turn out. There's none of them are in really good situations. Um, so I guess I'll just get into the rest of the, the mock before we start talking about it. But, um, yeah, so yeah, Al, Al had Quentin Johnston, Johnston at eight, Zach Seven, a chain, I don't know how to say it. Nine, I think. A chain. Uh, Jake with the 10th pick, Will Levis, uh, Ben at 11 with Zay Flowers, and then I have the 12th pick picking Kendra Miller. So those are all from the latest mock draft from Nick. Um, Any thoughts on those four, Ben? I know it's a lot of, you know, running backs, receivers, question marks. Will Levis is thrown in there. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen at the back end of the first round?
0: I feel like a majority of these players will go in this area. I'm not sure if they're going to go to the teams that they're mocked to. Uh, Zach is a team that I'm actually really curious if he would consider taking Levis, Levi's Levi's jeans at nine, (laughs) just with, um, you know, he's got Sam Howell on the one-year deal. Um, Jalen Hurts is is coming up for a payday this offseason, probably going to get RFA'd, but who knows if he's going to be able to pay him. Um, He'll return Kyler, so... Who knows, uh, would be able to pair another quarterback with Kyler moving forward. If he doesn't think he can bring back uh, Hurts, I'm sure he'll bring back Hurts, though. But if he doesn't take him, you know, Jake probably will. So probably goes in one of those two spots. You know, the other receivers are probably going to go. And then I also think he'll take a running back. I don't know which running back he'll prefer at this point, but um, I do think that's probably how it's going to go. Or I'm going to trade my pick away, and, uh, you know, you guys are going to give me good stuff for it.
1: Yeah or I'll trick my I'll trade my pick away. No, 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 no. You want my pick. It's before. <laughs> and want to swap 11 and 12 just for fun.
0: I actually I've thought about this before. Um Well, it's not it's not really that cuz it's more money for the 11th pick, so. Exactly. I've thought about that before. Like uh during the draft. Last year I ended up in the perfect spot. I I wanted Williams and I wanted Algier. and I got both of them. So I wasn't in a position to do this, but okay. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Algier's a backup now, and Williams hasn't done anything, so it's that's not true. like it's worked out. Yeah, he's, right? he's just gambling and stuff. Yeah, that is that is not a brag at all. None of that has worked out. Um, I hope it will, but uh, I, d- I definitely consider that, like, if it, if it comes up at 11 and there's, like, two guys I want, just being like, hey, Will, uh, you want to trade up one spot for nothing at all, but you just guarantee you get your guy? I mean, I think it's—I want to yeah. see someone do that at some point. I feel like that's a, a pretty viable trade strategy to, like, save six bucks.
1: Yeah. See, the only issue with that is I don't think I want that pick either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying theoretically, you know, <laughs> like if you wanted somebody really badly and you just
0: wanted to pay six bucks to get that guy, that's a good deal for you.
1: Uh, it's actually eight bucks, but okay.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. That that one twelve is a pretty good deal at eighty nine bucks. Thank you. It's,
1: okay. You sense. were the one who you were the one who who did it.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess so. That,
1: so you that should be thanking yourself
0: what an idiot <laughs> well 201 20. drops 14 dollars. Frig off. i guess it also doesn't have the other options so you know it's
1: it's fair it's fair the different it's a different round That's but
0: yeah true. i don't know um yeah we talked before this we don't want to talk too much about rookie drafts or our boards too much you know I don't want to give too much away i know will's we'll still get into it i've I've got my jump start on, but um, I guess anyone else to mention? I'm I'm just wondering, like I guess, general thoughts. You know, this was a crazy tight end draft in the NFL. There were so many tight ends that went. Um, but yes. But with with the way tight ends develop and the way our salary works, I I'm interested to see when a tight end, like the highest a tight end will ever go in our drafts. Um, I I wish we had a you know. This rookie draft three years ago, when Kyle Pitts was a rookie, and he wasn't in the actual uh, inaugural draft, that would have been a really good uh, case to see. But
1: oh, he would have yeah. went
0: pretty high, I bet. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he went higher than the first overall pick salary in the in the auction draft. So in the initial auction. So yeah, he would have. He would have gone true. Very high. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just thinking out loud there a little bit. It's kind of yeah. Gonna be interesting to see. Like someone's gonna get a pretty good. Football player, just because their pick is slotted with less money, basically. I mean, if you're hurting for a tight end, that mid-second to late-second, early-third, that's like a really good spot to be in uh, with all these guys that got drafted with good draft capital. So um,
1: just something I'm interested to to look into, see how that goes. Yeah, I'll second you there. There's The tight end class is very deep. Um, I also think the wide receiver class is deep as well. Not yeah. as deep as not as deep as last year where it was very top heavy. Um, I, I mean, it was top heavy, but it was still pretty deep at the same time, um, where I feel like this year it's like, you know, Smith and Jigba, and then a few other guys. And then I don't know. I feel like there's just not as much top tier talent this year, but a lot of guys that are going to probably have some decent roles. Um, I know Mingo and Carolina has been been a big name. Reed and I think it's oh, what's his name? Something Reed. I should know this up, but uh, he's he's been uh, doing well in the Jayden Packers Reed. and Jaden Reed, and then and then Rasheed Rice on the Chiefs as well. But I feel like I feel like Rashid Rice might be uh, another uh, Sky Moore, if you will. But maybe maybe so. he's the good Sky Moore though. Yeah, <laughs> as 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 I, I've been reading up a little bit on this guy, and he reminds me a little bit of Sky Moore, but. Um, I don't know, and then even the rookie from from the Bears, um, I'm pretty happy, I'm pretty excited for uh, Tyler oh, yeah. Scott.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Roshan. I like Roshan. Oh, and Roshan, too,
1: man. Like, yeah, the Bears got some good rookies. I'm excited for both of them. So, so I think yeah. that'll be. I think that'll be good. And then like outside of outside of that like first round of or projected first round of QBs, there's really not much else. I think Hendon Hooker is like the only other potential guy. Um, but, you don't want
0: to pick yeah. up uh, Clayton Toon, quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. Picked in the fifth
1: round. He's, He's not bad, actually. He's got kind of a candidate.
0: I'm just looking at names. I, I've i got like names pasted way down my draft board that I just haven't looked at at all. Um, Jaron Hall, quarterback for the Vikings. Picked in the fifth round. I don't know who these <laughs> people are. So. Max Duggan, quarterback for the Chargers. Seventh-round pick. That is a That's a Madden pick that I would build around. Seventh-round QB, Max Duggan. You know who max duggan is no i don't
1: kansas state he was a kansas state qb
0: dude i don't watch enough college football to know who <laughs> the kansas state quarterback is they were
1: in the top of the top four the last four weren't they i have no yeah. idea i could not tell you that either oh sorry not oh my god i'm stupid tcu not okay yeah tcu not kansas state similar okay, color well, that- that's that's a
0: little okay. I can understand you being upset that I don't know that, but I still definitely would not. And know he that. was,
1: yeah. And he was pretty
0: electric. So okay. Well, you should all waste your third round pick on him then. So I'm gonna name drop him. Everyone take Max Duggan because he was good in college.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's other than that. I don't think there's many other quarterbacks to talk about other than the legend Max Duggan, of course. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I think. It's a pretty deep draft. I think it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Hopefully the rounds, you know, hopefully the picks go by pretty quick so we can get this thing moving. I think <laughs> it, I think it I think it will with our league. I think we're pretty good about it. But um, yeah, just excited to get into it and see see how some of these uh, predictions and um, all this offseason talk, you know, what 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 actually happens and uh, where some of these guys fall. So it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think it's time to get into one of our favorite segments from last year, the famous Tony's Corner, our power rankings. So, uh, Will, did you did you include um, potential first round picks in your mind in these rankings at all? Sort I'm just of. Curious. Sort of. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I for would some say pe- same for some people. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would say ow. same. Like, yeah, like yeah, the the obvious ones. Yeah. I just wanted to put that disclaimer that, yeah, that is same. A good like, disclaimer, sort of. Yes. Obviously, they haven't happened, but...
1: Right. Um, um, but yeah, I think... Oh, gosh. I got to... Hold on. I got to scroll up here, but... Uh, sorry. Go ahead, Ben. You want me to I just give, it a, give it a start? Yeah, you might as well. Oh, oh right. that's what I was going to say. This is our pre, pre, yeah, pre-draft, so this is our first, like... 2023 power rankings so this is big ben
0: okay yeah i didn't realize this is on the record
1: as the first but
0: all, i think it is right i know yeah that makes sense you know, i just didn't consider it so um just, i i put i put out the odds in slack i think my last update was probably about a month and a half ago This was probably around when that mock draft came out so um like we said though not a lot has changed so Pretty much everything is held up from that. So mine aren't really going to deviate too much from my odds. Um, my, like, big four contenders, I guess, if you want to call them, uh, uh, would be Kevin, then myself, then AJ, and then uh, actually Nick and Eddie, Dayman and Nightman, fourth best roster in the league. Um, wow. Yeah, that's that's how my top four shakes out. Um, can followed I go with by, my top
1: four? One? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah, let's Let's See go that. Four See by that. four. Okay. Um, pretty similar. I have Kevin at one. Um, I just kind of wanted to also just give my reasoning for this too, um, for each one. So let me, let me just pull it up real quick. So Kevin at one, um, you know, I think he, he lucked, he kind of lucked into a starting running back in, in, uh, Alexander Madison. Um, so with the news with, with Dalvin Cook leaving, um, he has, he has Alexander Madison now, um, adding to his good RB room already. He has great talent at wide receiver. Um, and then he probably needs more depth at uh, receiver for now. Um, and then if, if Kyle Pitts lives up to the hype, I think he'll be he'll be that number one team, um, especially with Josh Allen. And, and as we've mentioned already multiple times, uh, Josh Allen. So um, I have Kevin at one. Then Ben, I have you at two. Um, I actually, I did this kind of in a weird way where I was just kind of going all over the place and just went roster by roster and just kind of broke it down. And I originally had you at four and then just kept like moving you up because I was like, yeah, these other teams really aren't that great. Um, so just just shouting you out. Um, you know, I think your your QBs and running backs aren't the scariest, but your receivers and, and Travis Kelsey are are pretty scary. Um, your division is going to be tough, but I think you should be able to win it again and make another deep, deep run. Um, then we got Nick and Eddie at three. So another a division um, mate of yours at three. Um, so i I kind of had had them in mind of adding Gibbs. Um, so they already have a stacked QB room with Herbert and Lamar with long-term deals. The Dalvin Cook news really hurts um so their running back rooms a little little weaker um, but they do have a good receiver room and I think I think Ridley's gonna be a monster. Um, so I think if him if Ridley and and Christian Watson really have a good year, I think Ah, uh, Nick and Eddie could could cement themselves as a top three team and and get that wild card if if you do win the division. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna challenge you pretty good in in the division though. Yeah. Uh, then fourth, I got so a little bit different. I have Zach at four. Um. So hurts not to have Josh Allen back. I get it hurts. Um, nice. But he does have the three starting QBs. Um, okay, running back room right now, as we've mentioned already. Uh, but needs that depth, and I think he does have a very good receiver room. Um, You know, he added Traylon Burks, Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk, Mike Williams, Um, so I think he's got some good names there, and then he's got good tight ends, Darren Waller, Mike Kosicki, so I think that kind of cements him as as the fourth team, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I guess the only thing I'd add, like, Kevin, the crazy thing about him, too, like you you mentioned him picking up uh, Madison, kind of, like you said, lucking into starting running back, probably doesn't think about it as luck, but He, like, doesn't even need Madison at this point. I think Madison is probably, like, at least his 11th best starter. Uh, When you look at his roster, it's like, obviously, you know, depth is good to have. But that's just how good his team is. Where Madison, I think, would probably start on almost any team in our league. And for him, uh, that might be his 11th best starter. I guess you could pick between – oh, no, you need to start three receivers. So I was going to say you could pick between him and Lockett. But, um, I mean, maybe Pollard, you you bench for Madison – yeah, some I don't know, whatever. But that's that's really deep. Um, and then me, I know you said that my receivers and my tight end room are really good, but I think my running back room will surprise you. That is what I will say. Uh, Ramondre is gonna he's gonna go off. So that's my plan.
1: I honestly think I, when I see his name, still I don't really, you know what I mean. I don't really. Play. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of why I saw Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry. I'm like, eh, you know, that's fine. Like Derrick Henry's yeah. gonna be a monster, but. But yeah, I think I think you're right.
0: I've, I've um, got Monty too, you know, Monty. I know, I know. I might pick up some touchdowns. Yeah, sorry, you know, don't want to talk about my team too much. All right, move on. All right, um, <laughs> next four. Um, I mean, the next six, to be honest, are uh, pretty grouped together. To be honest. Um, so, as the fifth team, I have as I think I have them as the co-favorite in your division, or did I? Yeah, I have them as the co-favorite in your division. Uh, Danny Jay, um, I've got actually him and Tony at five and six. So are the co-favorites in your division. I've got them at five and six, kind of like possibly dangerous teams um, looking in. I think Danny J has actually got like a good top heavy team. Um, so obviously things have to go right. But I think he's got a good like ceiling to go to. Um, and then um, Tony's team kind of similar. Like, I-, I guess with the recent news that potentially Brees Hall might not be what we hope he is. I mean, if Reese Hall's not a top 10 running back, uh, I might have to revise this ranking. So um, I guess maybe I'm revising that live on the pod, but that's what I wrote down beforehand. Um, Seven, I put Zach. I mean, you already talked about Zach's team. I think it's good. Um, But outside of the top, Jalen Hurts, Tyreek Hill. uh, Even when you get back to like Najee, um, I think you're already starting to get out of like elite player territory. Um, And I think he'll have a good team. But when you're playing division with Kevin, He's going to play Kevin twice a year. Um, I think our division's going to be good. He's got to play us. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, after Zach, I've got the tuna fish at nine. So um, I guess I don't know if I mentally factored in Bijan enough here, but even if I do, um, he's really the only running back I'm scared of. Uh, Pacheco, obviously really cheap, but not an elite player. Um, Desmond Ritter is probably the X factor. He's a really good quarterback somehow. And they have two good quarterbacks, and that really changes things. Um, obviously, has the receiver core that we've talked about a lot, um, but I think they're still a year out. And then ten, I've got you will um, really been really been uh, breaking it down over the last two months here, um, just <laughs> waiting for you to get that second quarterback on your roster. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, I can't hate on the rest of the roster too much. You've got two really good tight ends. You've got. Um, Two or three maybe really good running backs, uh, at least three good receivers, and then like three other guys that I think are probably undervalued. So it's like you're just missing that really important piece. And until you get that on your team, uh, I couldn't mentally give you a good starting quarterback from the draft until the draft happens. So that's why I've sure. got you down to 10. Yeah, that's my that's my five to 10. So I'm, I'll stop there because that was kind of like my, my second tier, if you will. Yeah, I got
1: you. All right, I will do the same. So I got at five, I have AJ. So I think you had AJ at four. So I think we might have just flipped. Well, you had Zach a little bit lower. Um. So yeah, I didn't other than, that. so I, I was, I did have AJ higher up originally. Um, and then I looked and noticed his QBs are only two in Stafford. Um, Literally like both the most injury prone quarterbacks. That's um, true, yeah. RB depth isn't that great. As we've already talked about, it's really just Christian McCaffrey. Um, right. And Jamal Williams, too, I should say. Yeah. Um, but his, as we've talked about many times, his his wide receiver room is disgusting and really good, um, and his his tight ends are okay. So that's the reason why I had him a little bit lower. Um, I got Jake at six, uh, strong QB room and good depth. Um, got an okay running back room as of now with Damian Pierce. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor. So I think those are three pretty solid guys. Um, and I, I said he has, but with the news of Joe Burrow today, he got hurt um, at camp. I don't know if you saw, but yeah. uh, who knows what that'll even be. But he is a starting his best QB. And outside of that, it's Jordan Love and Ryan Tannehill. Um, and then just has some some names as receivers, but not not the best names. Um, got Michael Thomas coming back this year. Brandon Ayuk, Jalen Waddle. So. Kind of needs Michael Thomas to, to be good again. And then Mark Andrews, of course. Um, then at seven, I have Al, uh, the tuna fish, and Chuck. Or I should say Al and Chuck, the tuna fish. Um, as we've talked about many times, good receivers, probably a year away, as you said. Um, but has has those two first-round picks that should add to his roster. Obviously, I, I, I kind of um, did this with with Pajan in mind. Um, and then also adding another skill player at, at the eighth spot would be helpful for the tuna fish. Um, so I have him seven at eight. I have Tony. So the first player from or first team from my division from the DuPage Dickheads. Uh, good Q- QB depth with almost like four potential starting quarterbacks, um, but lots of question marks in the in the um, running back room. Um, you know Ezekiel Elliott, free agent Brees Hall, hurt. Joe Mixon, as we mentioned, J.K. Dobbins is, I think, holding it. Was he holding out or I there's something so. going on? with Yeah, I think he, we Did didn't he get injured again
0: or something. Something happened with him. I think he might be injured now.
1: He uh, he has a lingering knee issue, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's great news. That's always so, yeah. great for running back. Yeah, yeah always great. Um, uh-huh. Has good has good young receivers. Um, Jamar Chase. Uh, Sky Moore hopefully can can be better for him. Michael Pittman. Um, and then, okay, tight ends. Kind of old tight ends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, division's up for grabs, I feel like, in, in, in our division. Um, at nine, I have Danny B. Um, so decent quarterback room with Mahomes and Deshaun. Um, you know, he does need running back help really bad outside of Javante Williams, as we've already talked about. Um, but his his receivers are pretty good as top three guys. I would probably say um, CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, and probably Kadarius Toney. Um, so it's a pretty solid top three. Um, tight ends aren't great, once again, but I don't think anyone really has that great of tight ends outside of a few teams. Um, Some of us we've... do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, two teams in the championship last year. All right. Um, similar to hit. Uh, so I have, let's see, me at 10. Yeah, so I have me at the same spot um um as you so wow uh, i'm shocked actually yeah um you know i think i'm pretty similar to to your team the the guy i faced off in the championship um kind of weaker at the top you know i don't have i don't i have one quarterback um not the greatest running backs and some question marks um and then receivers and tight ends are great so i think i think i have a lot to improve on as you've mentioned multiple times but right now i'm just putting myself a 10. All
0: right. Uh, before we get into our bottom two spots, um, just some quick breaking news on transactions, which everyone will have seen by now. But breaking news uh, might you know might impact the ratings. Um, Monks of Vegas have acquired Trevor Simeon, who is uh, the backup to Joe Burrow. I don't know if you knew that, but he's the backup to Joe Burrow, who uh, is officially I don't know if officially diagnosed, but apparently has a calf strain. So I don't know if I don't know if that's really worth pursuing. Um and then uh, not smoking picked up Justin Ross for six dollars. Um, I should know who that is, but I don't. So uh, I'll be honest, I don't. That's what I get for live breaking moves.
1: Am I supposed to know who that is?
0: I I, I, I don't know. I don't. So I can't tell you that you should.
1: But oh, I feel like why I just spell his
0: name right like that. It's Justin with a Y. Exactly. But that makes me think I should know him.
1: Like, oh, he's got a good picture. It's got a great picture. Um, Chiefs receiver, I guess.
0: I had this, oh, like,
1: decent pickup. It looks like moved up the depth chart with news that uh, Kadarius Tony got hurt or had surgery and miss is missing training camp.
0: Oh, okay. So that was that, I was just gonna get to that. So that's actually a really good segment yep. um, or segue, not segment. Um, my my eleven team is Danny B. So I was gonna talk about him. You'd mentioned him earlier, I think, as your seventh team, was it ninth? Nice. Ninth, okay. So not too much further for me, actually. Um, You already hit on the running back thing. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, I was going to say, you you were talking about his receivers. I was going to say, Tony, I knew Tony was actually hurt already. I didn't know he was getting surgery. But Tony just seems like the kind of guy you cannot rely on at all. Yeah, that's true. I'm almost like crossing him off of his depth chart. Makes his third receiver. I mean, I guess Justin Ross might be his third receiver now, depending on if he actually gets playing time. But, like, you're looking at Donovan Peoples-Jones, who... Uh, I wouldn't want as my third receiver. I would want him as like maybe my second flex. Uh, Curtis Samuel. I don't know. Thielen. Josh Palmer. Yeah, Thielen. Yeah, Thielen. Thielen's a good one. Yeah, Thielen. Although scouting. I, get, I don't know. Still, if you go on the Jets. But that's not like, that's not you're like starting him. It's like no. you're starting him at receiver, not even flex. So, right. um, Well, good pickup for him to get Ross to soften the blow of Tony, at least. I didn't love Tony in the first place being his third receiver, so that's why I've got him down at 11, just shallow across the board. Um, You know, Deshaun's a big X factor for his team. If he can be a top-five quarterback, uh, you know, that's a big if, but that obviously really changes his trajectory. But even if Deshaun's, like, just, like, peeking into the top ten, there's a lot of uh, things that they'll have to overcome. to to actually be in any type of contention, especially in the division. You know, I like AJ. I like Jake's team. So it'll be be interesting to see. Uh, And then 12th, um, I've got the redacted team name, Liam's team. He's rebranded. Liam definitely came into the year with the right idea. He had some bloated contracts. We've talked about this all in the past. So it's definitely a rebuilding year for Liam's team. Um, Does have players that I like. I, I want Liam to let me give him a bunch of stuff for Chris Olave, but he won't let me. So that's probably a good idea on his part. Um, you know, it is it is what it is. He's rebuilding. So he's, uh, he's number 12 for me.
1: Yeah. Um, I think after your little speech there about Kadarius Tony and um, mm-hmm. whatever else you were talking about, his Danny Beast team, uh, I All think. All of his deficiencies. So, <laughs> So I actually in my in my notes, Ben, I do have I just had Danny at nine and Danny at 11. So I actually might have switched them. But by my notes, it's definitely Danny J at 11 from them. But okay. I should just I, sh- I kind of just want to switch them um, and just put Danny J at nine. But then I would have Tony, Danny J and me all in a row. Um, <laughs> eight, nine, ten. You're all, you're all trash. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right now I have Danny J at, at eleven. I'll probably put that back to nine. I really didn't want to put myself as last in the division, so that's kind of the only reason why I did this. Um, I think Danny J probably a, has a better team than I do right now, but um, just just the way that that I wanted to do this and not give myself, you know, the last one of the last two teams. Um, I think you've already covered it a little bit, but Danny J with with uh, Justin Fields and Geno Smith, um, you know, two two solid starting QBs there. Um, hopefully, both stay healthy. Um, but running back room is kind of where it already starts to get, um, a little scary with, with Nick Chubb yeah. only, pretty much, uh, I guess Donta Foreman, um, will be having a Mitchell, big, role. Mitchell could, Mitchell, Mitchell could be he stays something, stays healthy and, and Cordell Patterson's getting up there in age, but you know, could still have some sort of role maybe in, at some point. Um, but yeah, still some decent receivers as well. AJ Brown, uh, Darnell Mooney, Garrett Wilson, and like TJ Hawkinson. So. I think that's pretty good solid four guys right there um i think danny j will will compete this year um as you mentioned our division isn't the best so i think i think our division is also up for grabs um as well as yours in a way um outside of maybe the tuna fish but i do think they do have a chance um at making some noise as well and then i do have uh liam at 12. um i think i think you hit the nail on the head that he's he did everything right and he's just he's just going through it um you know, just not the best players right now, and you know that's just what it is. Yeah, he'll bounce back. Re- rebuilding.
0: Yep, clear that. Uh, clear that cap, that dead cap off the books. Get back after it next year. He'll be fine. So yeah, that's our that's our pre uh, pre draft power rankings. Uh, that's it's official now. So can't wait for these to come back and bite me again. Uh, we should have <laughs> looked maybe next pod we could look at what we did in our uh, inaugural episode last year and see how that ended up. I don't know if we did that at the end of the year. We, last we year. did Maybe at the we end. Did.
1: We did. Yeah. Okay. We were pretty close. Well, then go, go listen to that episode instead. Yes. Go listen. Okay. I think it's episode probably 17 or 18, but I think, I don't know. I think we, uh, we went into that a little bit and we got most of them, right? Or we had, I, I definitely wrote it down where we predicted most of it and had, cause I did like the percentages that wrote up or whatever um Uh, we all we liked al's team i remember we definitely liked al's team and danny b's didn't we
0: oh yeah i mean he was coming off a championship yeah and i respected him for some reason and i made sure that i'll never make that mistake again
1: (laughs) some people are saying that i'm doing a similar strategy that danny b did some people are saying but i'm not saying that but win it all and then suck yeah some people are saying nice but, yeah, no, I, I'm going to give it my all. See how it goes. We don't rebuild over
0: here. No rebuilding. All right, before we get into our final segment, I wanted to bring you guys our ad of the day. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Buffalo Wings. Uh, just Buffalo Wings, not the brand Buffalo Wild Wings, just Buffalo Wings. Draft season's in full swing. And trademarks trademark so, still? Uh, I don't know.
1: But- by the city of Buffalo?
0: Uh, we'll, uh, we'll have our lawyers, uh, look yeah, into we'll, that. yeah, we'll, yeah, we we've, we've got lawyers on retainer. Yeah. We've got guys. Yeah. So yeah. Buffalo wings draft season. It's in full swing. Don't forget the Buffalo wings. People are sleeping on wings these days. Don't let a fantasy football staple be absent from your next draft. Choose Buffalo today.
1: All right. Question.
0: Yeah.
1: Boneless or bone in.
0: Uh, are you asking my preference or what what they're advertising? If you
1: had to choose, if you were if you got to choose whatever you wanted, you're you're at, you're going to get some wings. You know, you got got all the money in the world, you can get whatever you want, boneless or bone-in. Is it sauce or dry rub? Yes. If it's sauce,
0: <laughs> I prefer boneless. Yes. If it's dry rub, I prefer bone-in cuz I don't think it's disputable that the, that the bone-in meat tastes better, but I don't really love eating, like, a super saucy bone-in thing and just, like, slamming it all over my face. You know, I like a good amount of spice, too, so I don't want spicy stuff all over my face. doesn't feel good. When you get the yeah. dry rub, you know, you can get the good meat, you can get the good flavor, the good spice, and it doesn't get everywhere on your face. But, you know, if it's boneless, slather on the sauce. So- I mean, chicken nuggets, yeah, slather on the sauce, and I'll, I'll eat that, too. So that's I hate why I make the, the distinction. I really, really hate when my
1: face gets spicy. It's just the worst. It's, it's the worst. You don't like a spicy face. <laughs> Nobody likes a spicy face. Um, no, I'm deaf I'm ten out of ten every time boneless, and I don't care what anyone fucking says. It is, it's just easier to do. They taste fine. I'm sure bone in are better. I mean, I'm, I know they're better, but I just always go boneless because they're just easier. Um, but and okay, second question. I told you, you had two questions. Um, Ranch or blue cheese? Uh, ranch. Good man. Yeah, I just don't like blue cheese. I just don't. Yeah, I don't either. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's not for me. If it is for you, good for you.
0: <laughs> All right, into that final segment we teased, we're getting back to our roots and doing a little d Delight. You may be wondering, is the Sconeheads football... Podcast going to tell me to bet on some future preseason game or something degenerate like that? No, not yet, at least. Um, I don't have a play today, but Will does have a play for tomorrow, so hopefully you are a dedicated listener and you get to this before this
1: game happens. So, Will, take it away. Yeah. um, I didn't really think too hard about this one, if I'm going to be honest with you. This is just just a classic Homer play. You know, that's what we do best on this podcast is just... You know, pick our teams to win, and they usually don't. So Cubs money line tomorrow, uh, odds are not out yet. Um, they are at, are at St. Louis, but uh, Drew Smiley would be going against. I think it's Jordan Montgomery for the Cardinals. So That's Drew right. Smiley's been ass cheeks the last like two months. Um, I looked at his last five starts; it was like seven runs, five runs, four runs, three runs. But hey, um, I think he's going to be good tomorrow, and I think the I think the Cubs will probably be plus money tomorrow. <laughs> If they unless they win today, then that they'll probably be favorites. Yeah, Drew Smiley last five starts
0: four five four two seven for earned or five yep. five four three seven for total runs. I knew so there was a seven bad in there. Uh, low inning counts in there. He was he went six innings two starts ago. But sorry, back to the football. Um, Will you did mention that we usually bet on our favorite teams and they lose. I like that we've kept this in the. Um, in the agenda, every podcast we still have a record for last year betting on the Bears. Uh, we were three-seven and one blindly betting on the Bears together last year. So, um, I guess I just wanted to bring that back up to really fire us up for the upcoming year because we're definitely going to beat that
1: blindly betting on the Bears this year. And I think one of those wins was an over or an under. Ooh, yeah, that's tough. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it probably was. I'm actually I think like, we were sick of it, and we were just
0: like, let's just do an over under. I'm, I'm actually like kind of a little nervous because I think the Bears, like, they're not getting like the darling team respect or anything like that. Like, there's definitely people that don't believe in the Bears, but I think there's enough like the Bears are going to be better traction where we're going to get like no really good lines. Like, the Bears are going like, to like like, they'll win more this year, but they're going to be favored way more, and like, they're just not yeah. going to cover. So, I'm kind of scared, but we're going to do it anyway. And the schedule's a little easier. Okay, yeah, we did have a, a really tough schedule, so maybe that'll help this year. Yeah. But they'll probably yeah, give us, like, crazy spreads against these bad teams.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to, to, to bet Bears money line. can't wait. Two.
0: Well, I think that does it for our 20th episode. So uh, oh. that, that feels pretty good to say. 20 episodes. Glad you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to keep going with it, have a lot of fun doing it. So i uh, also like to thank you for spending some of your pre-draft week with us. I'm sure you're all busy making your final scouting trips and conducting prospect interviews. So it means a lot that you take some time out of your day to spend it with us. So enjoy the calm before the storm, and we'll talk to you all after the draft.
1: Peace.